Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. When we arrived at the location, something very strange happened. Rather than jumping out of the car, excited to see what we had just arrived to see, I was overcome with this sense of fatigue and sleepiness. And it's very, very odd for me, because I never take naps in the middle of the day. But when we parked the car, I said, Shan, I just, I just feel tired. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to sleep. And, and my wife said, well, Chris, this is vacation, so you can... You can enjoy it however you want. If you want to sleep in the car in a parking lot, that's fine. <laughs> so, so we just reclined the car seats and and uh, took a took a power nap. We woke up about an hour later, and it was all I needed. I, I felt uh, lively and ready ready to go. Well, the weather had just changed during that hour of sleeping. And there were even some snowflakes in the mix. Rather than sit in the car any longer, now, you know, more according to my personality, I'm like, let's go. We came all this way. We got to get out there. We got to see it. And while we were out there, we saw this Asian lady named Oh. She She was standing there with her hands spread out stretched up to the air, catching snowflakes. And she was saying, look, honey, to her husband, that is, look, honey, snow. Hi, my name is Chris Sorensen. I'm a missionary with Adventist Frontier Missions. I've been working in the country of Thailand since 2003 until the present and uh, working with the Northern Khmer people and the Central Thai. In the 13 and a half years that we have been in Thailand, we have started projects, church plants, radio stations, and music school uh, up in the Konkan province. And I have a wife and two children that were born in Thailand. And uh, I'd like to share some stories with you today. I'm often asked, how did you get into mission service? When I was 14 years old, my dream was to be a, a fighter pilot in the Air Force, kind of like, or, or Navy, like Tom Cruise on Top Gun or something like that. Well, I had an opportunity to go on a short-term mission trip to the Dominican Republic. We went with doctors and uh, optometrists and dentists, but the dentist was quite courageous, and he gave me what they call a curette, that little scraping instrument that cleans teeth. And so uh, he asked me to uh, just do the dental hygienist job uh, before before he saw the people coming into the clinic. And so I was, I was really afraid the first time I did it. Um, but he told me, he said, you know, just pull away from the gum, and as long as you don't... Um, do anything crazy in there, their teeth will be better than when they came. 
And so I said, yes, sir, I'll do my best, sir. And it was a very exhausting job standing all day with my neck bent over, cleaning teeth in mouths that were not that fresh. You know, it's not really appealing at the first thought, but when the people stand up and they look at you and they smile and they say, thank you so much. The feeling that I got was one of peace, one of satisfaction, one where I felt like I was really doing good. Walking along the beach there in Dominican one time, I remember looking up into the stars, overwhelmed by this sense of peace and happiness, feeling like I was in the center of God's will. And I said to God that night in prayer, I said, God, I think I could just do this forever. And I began to dream and talk about the day when I would uh, be a missionary. I had an opportunity when I was uh, 19 years old to go as a student missionary with Adventist Frontier Missions to the country of Cambodia. And I had an amazing experience there in Cambodia. Uh, the first year teaching English and Bible and trying to learn the language um, was very difficult for me. I had a translator who was helping you know, all the time and I was trying to learn the language myself to be able to communicate with the people, but it was, it was just really, really difficult. Then after about nine months, I finally got to the point where I felt like I was you know, becoming functional in the language, but it was time to go home because my, my term was only nine months. And I thought at the end of that nine months, man, I wish that I could experience mission life, you know, really being able to communicate like this, you know, just a little bit longer. And so I, I wrote back to my mother and I told her, Mom, I, I'd like to stay one more year if possible. And, well, she, she allowed that. My parents did not object. And so I stayed a second year. And that second year was, was even more difficult, but yet more rewarding. Uh, more difficult in that, you know, being able to communicate, you get to understand uh, a lot of the problems which you were blissfully ignorant of uh, when you couldn't understand <laughs> the language. And, but it was, it was much more rewarding as well as I could communicate and teach and people were were beginning to understand and and ready to give their lives to Jesus. And then I thought at the end of that second year, wow, this has been amazing, but it's time to go home. And I thought, well, this this is not right to just bring people, you know, to baptism and then just leave them. I need to stay another year. <laughs> and so, so I wrote my mother and uh, father, and I said, hey, you know, I think I need another year in Cambodia. And that that third year was again more difficult and more rewarding. And it's weird how those two qualities go hand in hand, but that's the way it worked. 
Uh, there were people getting baptized. There were people beginning to go to uh, Bible training school to to be Bible workers themselves. And that was really, really rewarding and, and a real affirmation to the dream that I had uh, at 14 years old. So I went back to college, uh, finished my theology degree, and met and married my wife, Shannon. And it was during our time there at college that uh, Adventist Frontier Missions came down uh, to do some recruiting, and they suggested that we consider a project to India. And we felt, wow, going to India to, to do a joint project between AFM and AWR, that's Adventist World Radio, preparing um, radio spots, radio programs for, for the Tibetan people. But the base of the production would actually be in northern India. Uh, Shannon and I both were very excited about that call. And we said, we said, absolutely, we, we would love to go. Well, we went to AFM for their missionary orientation. And uh, during that orientation where we were ready to sign the dotted line and, and go to, to India, we were told that the call to India had closed. And we were not really understanding why, but we were asked to prayerfully consider another project. And one project that was suggested was to, the, to work among the Northern Khmer people in Thailand. Well, with my background um, being a student missionary in Cambodia, working with the Khmer people, to go to Thailand working with the Northern Khmer people seemed like a natural fit. And so my wife and I, we said, that sounds, yeah, sounds great. But we wanted to be sure if God was calling us to this. A lot of things that look good to us might not be God's plan. And, and so we prayed and we, we asked God to confirm whether or not going to Thailand to work with the Northern Khmer was His will. When we were taking a break up in Northern Michigan, we went to a state park called uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes. And we had to travel about four hours to get there. When we arrived at the location, something very strange happened. Rather than jumping out of the car, excited to see what we had just arrived to see, I was overcome with this sense of fatigue and sleepiness. And it's very, very odd for me, because I never take naps in the middle of the day. But when we parked the car, I said, Shan, I just, I just feel tired. I don't want to go anywhere. I just want to sleep. And, and my wife said, well, Chris, this is vacation. So you, can, you can enjoy it however you want. If you want to sleep in the car in a parking lot, that's fine. <laughs> so, so we just reclined the car seats and, and uh, took, a, took a power nap. We woke up about an hour later, and it was all I needed. I, I felt uh, lively and ready, ready to go. Well, the weather had just changed during that hour of sleeping, and there were even some snowflakes in the mix. Rather than sit in the car any longer, now, you know, 
more according to my personality. I'm like, let's go. We came all this way. We got to get out there. We got to see it. And while we were out there, we saw this Asian lady named Oh. She was she was standing there with her hands spread out, stretched up to the air, catching snowflakes. And she was saying, look, honey, to her husband, that is, look, honey, snow. Where are you from? She said, I'm from Thailand. I said, no, really? That's amazing. My wife and I are just preparing to go to Thailand. And she said, why are you going to Thailand? I said, well, we're, because we're going to live and work among the Northern Khmer people in, in, the, in the province of Sarin. And she said, I'm Northern Khmer. I'm from Sarin. And we thought, wow, this is incredible. Why there would happen to be one of them up in northern Michigan, you know, touring Sleeping Bear Dunes. At that time, I asked, I asked her husband, I said, why did you come here today? Have you ever been here before? He said, oh, yes, many times. I just live in the town just real close to here. And I said, if you've been here many times and you could come here any day you wish, why did you choose this sleeting, raining, snowing day to come to the park? Well, he said to me, he said, really? I'm, I was kind of confused myself. I had no plans to come here, but just passing the entrance to the park, I just felt compelled for some strange reason to turn in. And, and here we are. What an amazing display of God's providence. But God wasn't through with them yet. Come back again for part two, where Chris and Shannon discover yet another amazing confirmation of their call to the mission service in Thailand. And I said, that is amazing. And he said, he said, I think God wanted us to meet here today. And I said, I honestly believe that too. That is so incredible. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal. God bless.